As things change, other things stay the same like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. We just lost one star off of our ratings. We're going to get another review. This podcast is great, but could you guys stop being such pigs and fucking eating in everyone's ears? Well, I was only doing that to test our new mic system. Yeah, we, we're professionals now. We bought a mic. I feel like I can hear you more. Because you're hearing... It was also... It was like that for me, too, when I was using the headphones. I couldn't hear myself in the headphones. You hear yourself talking. But, like... You, I heard oh, you better. It was the same thing for me also. Just so the listeners know. I just want to be Millie, able to hear myself more because I'm a narcissist. If you're wearing... Oh, my God. Oh, because they're not sound-canceling headphones. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to Persian Girl Podcast. You know what this is. We don't need it. We don't need no introductions. Let's drop the fake Persianness. Millie's in a mood. She's she's feeling uh feeling herself. I'm not feeling myself. I'm not. If you guys notice, I just sound like really blah today. Don't mind me. Um, Do you want to talk? About I'm going that? through it. Um, I guess yeah. I guess our listeners can like relate. I'm in the process of trying to end a situationship many years i think every girl in this generation knows what a situationship feels like it's worse than ending a relationship because like you guys never even got to be anything um but this person has been dodging me basically so i haven't been able to end it um but hopefully after this episode i'm gonna have a phone call and end it for real so wish me luck guys i'm going through it right now (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I situationships are very strange and sometimes more difficult because, like, it's just, like, the loss also of, like, something that never was. Like, it's, like, a loss of opportunity. Like, you're... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a miscarriage. That's horrible. That's really... That's dark. dark. Sorry. Sorry to be so dark, guys. But it's just the loss of something that, that never got to be, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was in the bathroom what? the other week. 
I'm going to tell them about, about this week's episode, like where the idea came from. I was in the bathroom the other week and I was just thinking about the fact that I, I personally, I don't know about other people, but I personally know more people who ended engagements than I, like around our age, than people who actually made it to the wedding. And then I started thinking to myself, why is that? And I was like, there's kind of two sides to it that I think I thought would be interesting for me and Millie to debate, even though neither of us necessarily agree that one side is the truth and one isn't. We agree that both are kind of true and both exist. Um, But basically the whole idea was either our generation really knows, we know what's good for us and we choose not to enter marriages that just don't seem right or we don't we still let our parents get too involved and parents tend to break up these engagements because they can't agree on who should pay for what or they can't agree on where um like the newlywed couple should live or how they should live their life and whatnot um so it's kind of like debating why relationships don't and like relationships can go on for years until it gets really serious during engagement time and you have to make all these big decisions and why things are ending at the engagement period and is it the fact that we're actually really strong generation and we know what's good for us and we just choose not to enter something that isn't that that, that doesn't feel right or is it the fact that we're pussies and we still let our parents control everything in our lives um Because, like, I give a lot of, I personally give a lot of props to a lot of people who end engagements because it's really hard. It's it's not just ending a private relationship. An engagement is so public. So once it gets to that public point, it's really hard to end because you're ending something that people know about, that people have seen, that something that you've publicized. It's not something that gets to be private anymore. Like, ending a relationship can be more just between you and the person and your close friends. But ending an engagement is... Something that, like, his whole family knows about, your whole family knows about, everyone on social media that follows you knows about. It's just so much harder and a lot of pressure, yeah. Um, So we're going to debate those two sides today. Um, So, yeah, I think that's, like, one of the hardest things when you end an engagement or, I mean, like, of course, even a marriage. It's, like, it's no longer just, like, mourning what's between you two and that ending but it's like now you have to you're having to consider just like because you it was such a public thing um so it's just like and now the the issues have like transcended just between the two people in the relationship like it's so much like there's you have to factor in like and like finances and like I don't know, I'm sure that so many Persian girls who have had, like, broken engagements, they fear, like, oh, my God, like, how who's going to date me now? They're going to think I'm so tainted. Because you're one step below divorcee. Yeah. And then, like, people also, whoever knows the guy is going to be like, oh, she was crazy. And then now you have this reputation for being crazy. Mm-hmm. And whoever knows the girl is like, oh, he was a mama's boy and then other girls will be afraid to date you because you're a mama's boy and they're afraid of having your mom as a mother-in-law you know like there's going to be all types of rumors and all types of things that you have to deal with after a broken engagement yeah but I don't know I'm not trying to sound like biased but I do think that 
girls don't say as much about the men they dated like publicly as much as like I know so many Persian men who just like after it doesn't work out with a girl he'll they'll really spread the word and so will his mother so like they'll just really try to ruin that girl's reputation I definitely agree I think I think girls tend to want to keep things more private because it's a way of like mourning and it's a way of getting over it like if they're not talking just that, about it but it's time. also because like they don't want to publicize it because they feel like again like that root that discredits them or like ruins their reputation whereas the guy like doesn't care as much and he's just more concerned about like like for his ego to like put down this woman that it didn't work out with also a lot of the time i feel like for the guy it's like oh he's back on the market like who's gonna snatch him yeah. up yeah but for a girl it's like oh, she's oh broken. she got returned yeah she's broken <laughs> she got returned yeah. like like she's like a second hand she's like one of those items in the store that got returned so they're put on the sale rack yeah i mean and like only like people who can't afford the regular price go by from the sale rack yeah and the guy is like a painting that's being like auctioned at Sotheby's now yeah from like I don't know it all it all goes back to expiration date as well you know like for a girl it's also sometimes it's hard to end things because it's like I spent so much time on this person that like I'm starting all over again, but at an older age, and now I have less time. So a lot of girls stay in relationships just because of how much time they've spent, which is also, it's such a hard thing to debate. It's like, it's like that's not a good reason to stay in a relationship, but I understand. I understand it, but if anyone is listening to it who's in that, trust me, like that's not the good, like right mentality to go about it. You just need to drop that, like. You cannot think that way. It's quality over quantity. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you think that way about your age and about, like, then then it's just going to manifest. Like, you, what, are, what you put out into the world is really what's going to come back yeah. to you. I really believe in that. But it's, like, you shouldn't just stay with someone because you're, like, oh, my God, I, well, I already, like, have been with him for so long. And it's, like, that's that's not the point. Yeah, longevity, longevity of a relationship does not equal quality of a relationship. It doesn't mean that you guys are right for each other just because you've been able to stick together for so long. Yeah. Like, shit happens. Um, but also, speaking of, like, longevity, why can't we say that right now? Is, is it longevity? It's long... Longevity? Or, lo- or longevity? Or longevity? I don't know. This longevity. is, like, the Maori situation. Ma- Maori. Oh, my Maori. God. That was such Maori. a long time. <laughs> such a long time ago. Maori. What episode was that? That was first season, no? Yeah. Maori. 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 <laughs> Me and Natalie still don't know how to say Maori. 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 But, um... Longevity. Natalie likes to think that she's only she's only going to meet one person in her life that's meant for her and okay i'm not done oh my, sure don't not. yell in their ears oh my, you I'm have sorry. this thing I'm like sorry. you really raise your voice i'm sorry <laughs> coming from me i'm like the yeah i know ever. seriously i always yell without realizing that people in the middle of a conversation would be like why are you yelling and i'm like what i'm just really <laughs> excited I? I think i'm just hard of hearing so i don't realize when i'm yelling yeah no, because of Caddy. Um, it's interesting how, like, Caddy sounds like Caddy. Um, but, so Natalie thinks, yeah, she's only going to meet one person in her life who's that person No, but you say, her. like, I'm a romantic. It's not because I'm a romantic. It's just the fact that I don't believe um, that I'm capable of having feelings for most people because I don't. 
generally have I don't fall for people easily. That's my problem. It, you say this on every episode. Okay. Yes, but I I just want I want the audience to know that I'm not a romantic. I don't believe in the one, and I don't like. It's not because of all that bullshit. It's not because I'm a romantic. It's, it's just not because bullshit. I'm an. Sorry, I'm a romantic, but that's not the point. The point is that you. She was saying about someone else, like, oh well, she also never met someone. She was with that person for seven years, and it's like, well, maybe if she wasn't in that relationship for seven years, she would have had time to meet that right person. Maybe. And you're doing the same thing. That's not true because I'm not. In a no, I know, but now you're. I know, but if you even if everyone hear me out, we're gonna do a poll on this. It, it sounded like you said everyone hear me out. <laughs> everyone, everyone hear me out. <laughs> everyone hear me out. <laughs> and we're gonna. I want to do a poll on our Instagram about this also. But don't you think that being in a situationship restricts your opportunities of meeting someone new as much as it would in a relationship i i really as someone who's been in a situationship that's literally true you need to i don't know obviously there are the situations where you meet someone even while you're in a relationship but like for this particular instance those kinds of people they're only meeting someone when they're already like they're in the relationship but it's kind of dead to begin with it's not dead with you you need to kill it I'm trying to, <laughs> but I'm being ignored at the moment. It's really hard to kill something when the other person won't let you talk. <laughs> um, but I understand where you're coming from, but even before I met this person, I, I was 22 and had never caught feelings for anyone, which I thought was very odd, and I really thought there was something wrong with me. And I really thought that maybe I need to go to therapy, which maybe I still do need to go to therapy. I just can't afford it right now. Um, but even before I met this person, I had a very hard time falling for people. It's just I didn't like I just didn't feel that spark. I didn't click. And then I have some friends that like they fall for someone almost every other month. And I really envy them because I just think they have so much more opportunity for happiness. And I think that's so, like, yeah, they get heartbroken more than I do, but they move on more easily because then they meet someone new. You know what they say, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so my problem is, I don't, I don't know. I'm just not that type of person. It's also kind of a blessing in disguise because I don't get my heart broken often because I don't fall for people. No, but it's it also, like, I think falling for people gives life color. Even when they hurt you, it still, like, adds something to your life. Yeah, I mean, you still have someone to... You still have that color because there is someone that you are infatuated with. Yeah. Yeah, but I would really like to be infatuated with someone normal <laughs> for once. Um, but yeah, back to the subject... The debate we were going to have. Enough about me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This episode is not about me. Well, in terms of whether people in our generation are more influenced by their parents um, or if they are brave and are independent-minded, I think there's both. I think it's a combination sometimes. I think... 
I think sometimes you realize that that person's family isn't for you. And because you are more independent and because you are more strong about what's good for you and and what's not good for you, you choose not to enter that family. Hmm. You know, I think, I think like way back when a lot of people would get intimidated by someone else's family and see that this family is going to cause issues in their future, but not break it off because they're like, oh my God, I'm already in this. And they weren't strong enough to be like, this is not for me. So I think it's almost a combination of the two things I thought of that maybe we're a little bit pussies because we let our families get too involved, but then we're also strong because we don't let somebody else's family push us around and we choose to let go. What do you think? Yeah, so that's kind of like a perfect combination, like perfect recipe for what happens. Is like you are obedient or like not like... Yeah, basically obedient to your parents, yet the reason, like, things are failing in your partners, like, with the par- with your partner, because they're also obedient to their parents, and that equals their parents, like, your uh, mother, father, father, <laughs> mother and father-in-law. Future pushing, mother-in-law. Yeah, future mother-in-law is, like, pushing you around, like, that's what it is. Because your partner is also obedient to your parents and that's what it results in. To their parents, I mean. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, usually, like, when there are kind of, like, these toxic families involved, from what I've seen, usually one of the partners kind of breaks away a bit from their own family. Yeah, because one family has to win. They can't. But they can't be controlled by both sides. Exactly. One person has to give in or they break up. Yeah. Um, you also, you can't have two strong-headed families. I, like, personally, I've never been in a relationship, but knowing my parents, they would never be that type. Like, they would never be like, oh, you have to live here when you first get married, or, oh, you have to... I don't know. Um, just like certain things, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't get very involved. Um, also, when it comes to paying for the wedding, I personally think that, like, I'm not going to get married until I feel I'm financially stable because I'm gonna pay for most of everything. But that's just because of who my parents are. My when my parents got married, my father wanted a very simple wedding, and my mom was older. My mom was already 35, and she's like, no, like. I'm finally getting married. I want to go all out. And my father was like, okay, well, I'm willing to pay for, you know, the basics and anything extra, extra you want because you want a very extra wedding, that's on you. So my mom paid for all of her extra things. She wanted more flowers than he did. She paid for it. She wanted a fancier hotel than he did. She paid for, like, the extra that it costs to get a fancier hotel. She wanted, um, I mean, like, venue, whatever. She wanted certain life performance she she paid for it and she had the means to so I think for me like that wouldn't be such an issue because I'm not even expecting them to pay for everything I'm sure they'll pay for some things I don't know but like I'm just not expecting that yeah so there's less control when you choose to like get married at an age where you're more established because someone can't control you if they're not the ones paying for it 
Yeah, but I mean, I feel like not all the problems are really directly related to the wedding itself. I think, like, it's just, like, the challenges that lead up to, like, these kinds of parties. Um, and I wonder, like, is there a way you can... I mean, there must, like, there are ways. I just think there should be ways that people can challenge their relationship as it usually is when Before they the become, but yeah, when they get engaged. Like, I feel like there's so many challenges right after engagement. And it's like, you guys should be able to have kind of, obviously you can't tackle all of them. But I mean, that's why people kind of say, like, go on a vacation together, like, live together. I know it's not proper, not a proper Persian lady, girl, Khanum would do that, but if she doesn't want to fuck up her life, yes, she should, you know what I mean? They, they need to know to get, to, they need to get but to know each other, they need to see how they piss each other off. That's like not that. necessarily true, because even if they live together, they're only dealing with the other person, but parents don't get involved until after the engagement, and it's the parents that are causing a lot of issues. So yeah. you're not going to know, even if you live with the guy, you're not going to know what his mom or dad are going to be like until after you're engaged, and they start inserting their opinion into everything, because now you're becoming part of their family. You have to meet their standards, and you yeah. have to follow their rules, you know? No, I know. I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, like, you can't necessarily kind of tackle all these challenges but you can tackle some yeah. i agree with you by living together for like, sure just to like it's really important i think to see how your partner like handles pressure like i went on um like a short trip with my ex-boyfriend and we i don't know what had happened that we were in Paris, but I'm trying to remember, like, what had... I mean, I was, like, already there because I was working there for that summer, and then he came and visited for a couple days, but I don't know, something, like, really small happened, like, maybe he lost his credit card, or I don't know, like, something really easy to solve, and he just, like, was acting like a psychopath, like, was kind of crying, and then, like, screaming, and, like, was just like I remember pacing back and forth and like he was just it was I was like why is this person acting like this like I don't my parents have never acted like that like my parents are you know crazy in their own right but like they don't do that you know yeah. what I mean like they only get angry when it's kind of like expected but like he was just he handled it so poorly like he really did not do well under pressure and that was kind of when I was like oh I don't think this could last because I need someone who's kind of strong not also, kind of. I, I need someone who's strong. Also, you need someone calm because you... Are neurotic. I'm neurotic. Yeah. yeah. But it's not even about... like even what, So when we traveled, I was the one who was doing everything. And he was 13 years older than me. Like, I was the one, like, booking everything. Like, I mean, he was paying, but, like, I had to, like, figure out the entire itinerary. He literally was confused about checking in at the airport. It was, like... It was just, like, being with a child... Um, I mean, I know that's not totally normal, but I have spoken to other women where, like, they they did these things with their partner, and then they, like, saw how they kind of failed on these, like, parts of... I mean, maybe, like, you have... Everyone has different expectations, but for me, like, I need someone who's just as independent as I am. Mm -hmm. um, and because if they don't meet that kind of checklist of yours, then, of course, there's, like... You're going to have problems no matter what in any relationship, but, like... They should at least meet, like, your basic expectations, I think. 
Yeah. So then you don't end up with a broken engagement. I also think a lot of girls, um, like a lot of girls are like, look at the way a guy treats his mom. And if he respects his mom, he'll respect you. But I think a lot of girls confuse respect for a mother with full-on being controlled by a mother. Like, I think a lot of girls, like, they think a guy, like, respects his mom, but really he's under control of his mom. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes girls don't realize the difference until the engagement and they're like, oh, whoa. Like, this guy doesn't just have respect for his mom. He His whole life is planned out by his mom and he listens to everything she says. Yeah, classic Dudotella. Very Dudotella. Yeah, like, Pesada Hoda, that's another one, like. She thinks her is like, he's the son of God or something. Oh my God! I remember one time. Um, I remember. <laughs> don't look at it. It's fine. I remember one time. Um, this guy, I met in college. I was like stalking his Facebook, and he one one year for Purim, he uh, dressed up. He just wrote on a t-shirt, God's gift to woman. Oh and I was like, wow. I mean, he wasn't even Persian, but just typical Jewish. I think most Jewish boys are just doodle talas. It has nothing to do with being Persian. It's just a very... In every culture, there is doodle tala. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm being biased. I'm sorry. It's it's every culture. Men in general are just doodle talas. Um, sorry for trying to connect it to a specific religion. It's all men. Um... But yeah, this generation, I just think we're really fucked. I don't know. (laughs) No, I I do think, like, we are at a really low point in society. I am feeling a bit cynical right now. I personally, like, my friends always say I'm being ridiculous when I say this, but I really, like, I don't know, I don't see myself meeting someone normal and, like, getting married like maybe later in life I will when people are like I feel like sometimes a guy becomes a better person after he gets divorced for the first time no so I hate when you say so I'm thinking like I'm like listen if I'm not I extended the age to the instead of 35 I did 38 if I'm not married by 38 I'm just gonna have a kid by myself and then after I have my kid if I meet the right guy I meet the right guy I actually had a friend in preschool that her mom like had her through a sperm bank because I think she was like 38 um and then she got married afterwards she like met the right man yeah I don't think I would pay for a sperm bank though I I had this plan that um me and Millie well if Millie's also still single we should go to like South Africa because I generally am not attracted to like blonde like Aryan features but I would like my kids to have the opportunity to have like a mixed look because I'm so dark so I would like them to have an opportunity to have light eyes or light hair and like tan skin because it's so pretty looking. Like very- <laughs> Natalie's talking like she's breeding a dog. What? Oh my god, shut up. So I was thinking like I would go to like South Africa, like meet like a good looking guy, but I would also want to test his IQ because I have a, I have a fairly high IQ and like um like IQ is genetic. I don't want so like so how I, are you gonna so let's say you meet him at a bar how are you gonna pull up that IQ test? Um, I don't know. I'll figure that out later. Like like I'm like I'm just like this is the basic plan and like okay. we'll like figure out the details later. Like I'd meet like an Aryan looking guy, and like this doesn't sound like eugenics at all. <laughs> 
and <laughs> she will meet the obvious. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's horrible. Um, and <laughs> don't cancel us. Um, and yeah, I would just instead of paying so much money for a sperm bank, I would just find a smart, good-looking guy that looks like he has good genetics, and have a baby that way. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Like if all else fails. <laughs> all else look i need to reproduce like there needs to be more millies in the world yeah what was that what was that hesitation no you should reproduce and there should be more millies in the world thank you milfreds yeah milfred um for those of you listening you may not know but my full name is actually milfred imagine no, it's not. Oh my god, that'd be horrible. Um, Millicent. Millicent? Maleficent. Maleficent. Like, like the witch from, yeah. what is that, Sleeping Beauty? Uh, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Sleeping I Beauty. Think. I didn't really watch any Or Snow White. No, it's Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like not women. Um, but basically... I don't know. It's just like a thought that came to my head. Like, is our generation more strong or bigger pussies? Maybe it's a mixture of both. But like, are we better off single than getting married to someone who's not for us, into a family that's not for us, and having children and having to like suffer through all of that? I mean, every family and every marriage is going to have its obstacles. But like, do we think our parents are happier people? I feel like a lot of them aren't happy people. Um, I mean, my parents, like, are insane. No, I'm, I'm not saying specifically ours. Oh, I'm just saying, oh, like, our, the generation before us. I'm not saying oh, our I was like, that's parents. a lot of pressure. No, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, call out our specific parents. I'm just saying the generation par- before us, do you think they are happier people? I think a lot of them just feel trapped. Yeah. You could say that about marriage in general. What do you call a woman that's not married? A gigolo? No, that's a man spinster. that goes for old for younger women. Yeah. Spinster. So we'd be spinsters. Yeah. Okay. So are we just going to be like a generation of spinsters? Because like eventually the men our age are going to start going for girls that are like 5 to 10 years younger than us. They already then, are. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, what are we going to be left with? Like, the balding, like, socially awkward men? No offense to any balding, socially awkward men who listen I mean, to this podcast. Personally, I don't really like dating guys my age. I've always found older men more attractive. Like, oh, not as... Oh, don't have a problem. It's just me. I mean, they're just, like, are more... Mature, like, not mature. They just, like, know what they're doing a bit more and, like, can have better conversation and so they're good at they're pretending just, to be more mature yeah no like all men are immature not more of that um we have a lot of like male friends i feel like if you listen to this podcast friends. podcast you would think we're like these i don't know but yeah i i don't consider myself um we don't actually hate men we're just like no i we don't, just like using inflammatory speech yeah i don't hate men at all i love my guy friends um, I do get upset, though, when I see my guy friends, like, sometimes mistreat other girls because I'm like, is that how you would want someone to treat us, your girlfriends? Like, you don't want guys treating us like that. It was actually really cute. Um, 
recently I went on like a on a weekend trip with some friends and I was really upset about a boy and my friend saw how my guy friend saw how upset I was so he was like oh Natalie like do you want like we had to like buy some more food for uh dinner we had to do some grocery shopping he's like Natalie like do you want to come grocery shopping with me like out of everyone in the house that was there that weekend I'm like yeah sure so he like took me in the car like he started playing like Israeli music like playing it really loud like put all the windows down and he's like he's like hypothetically if if you got soft serve like what's your favorite flavor and I'm like I don't know vanilla he's like okay just wondering I was like okay and then he like pulled over because he saw this soft serve place when we were driving to the house that we stayed at for the weekend and he pulled over and like he like got out of the car he's like oh, I'm just gonna like get a, a, a pack of smokes or something like he like made something up and he like got me soft serve and he's like yeah I saw how sad you were and I just like I would I just thought about like one day if I have a daughter like I don't want her to be that sad over a boy and like I wanted to like make you happy so like I know your favorite things are like loud Israeli music and ice cream it was just like really cute I have really nice guy friends no um, I remember when you told me that like, it was like one of the sweetest things a yeah. guy friend it was so considerate um and like I'll really never forget it um it's crazy it's such like small gestures it's yeah. such a small it's literally gesture. just ice cream and music you know like yeah. it's nothing but just like but it was song. so much yeah yeah um and it really meant so much to me and it really did make me so much happier but like but like obviously like just because he did that for me doesn't mean he necessarily is always so considerate of the girls that he goes on dates with or hooks up with and like that's why like I think a lot of people just have to remember, like, just because a guy mistreats you, he's not necessarily a horrible person. He just doesn't care about you specifically. I think that's what, like, girls have to remember. Like, he's not necessarily a bad guy. He's nice to a lot of people. He, he, I'm sure he has girlfriends that he's very nice to. He just doesn't care about you. So stop talking to that person. I'm, I'm talking to myself. I'm not really talking to the audience right <laughs> Yeah, now. yeah, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm really talking to myself and to the audience. But, like, that's just something that you have to realize. That, like, that guy can be a good guy. And he and he will be a good guy for someone else. You know? He will end up in a relationship. He will maybe eventually get married. Like, he will have all those things. And he'll be really good to that person. Wow, He thanks. just didn't care about you. Thank you for the words. <laughs> Sure, everyone is so. I'm, I'm really just giving myself advice right here, but I'm sure a lot of you guys can use it too. I mean, there is a spectrum. Like, there are guys who uh, treat their there girlfriends, are bad guys. yeah, who like yeah. treat their friends nice and no. still like you could not care about someone, but also like be, be nice decent. to them. Yeah, just, I'm I'm just saying that like, like every I feel like this happens a lot where you kind of like are expecting just like basic decency from a guy and they're like yeah i just like can't be intimate right now it's like yeah that's not intimacy that's decency it's like yeah i just like i don't really have the time i for can't a be there for you emotionally it's no like i wasn't asking to be there for me emotionally. that like no yeah that happened to a friend of ours a while back like this guy was like i i can't see you anymore because i just i'm not in the right headspace to be there for you emotionally she was just like I never asked you to be there for me emotionally. Like, who asked you to? I'm fine. I don't need you to be my crutch in life. Like, no one ever asked you to. It was just his way of getting out of it because he he couldn't handle it. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of the time, guys like to pretend like you asked for something that you didn't ask for. It's like... No, just to excuse being an asshole. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I just, like, am not there right now. It's like, mm, that's not... It's not that serious. 
just like be or like my my girlfriend from 12 years ago really hurt me like my girlfriend from from kindergarten really hurt me and i just (laughs) i just haven't recovered and can't trust people or something like there's always these like really extreme things that people say yeah that's funny actually i'm really good friends with um like this ta i had uh when i was at ucla now he's a professor of philosophy and like we talk a lot on Facebook Messenger. It's, like, really strange. We just, like, randomly talk about, I don't know, like, current news or books or something. But we were talking about love, and he was saying that he only really was ever in love when he was nine years old, and he had his heart broken. And he's, like, a really intelligent person. So I th- that makes me really sad. I know. And, like, he's been in a long relationship since, like... But he wasn't in love. Yeah, he said that was only... How can you be in love when you're nine? That's... I don't know. I guess he's just on another level. I don't know. Or maybe he's not on any level at all. How are you in love when you're nine? That makes... Yeah. Yeah, I told him I'm, like, not taking his advice anymore. Like, I'm sorry that, like, nine-year-old love is, like, doesn't count. Like, bye. (laughs) You're insane. Um, but I, I often wonder, like, if I've ever really been in love. I've never been in love. Okay, so then you should have no problem ending this little situation. Oh, wow, thank you. Now, now that you say it like that, I will have no problem, and I'll just, you can't just say things like that. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to my mom on the phone today. Oh my god, there were a lot of highlights that I think I should, like, talk about. But one of the things... I love your conversations with your mom. Well... Okay, don't get mad at me. I just, like, briefly told her about your situation. I didn't give I'm any not details. Mad. Millie always does and this then thing I, where she expects me to either judge her for something or get mad at her. And then she says what she did. And I'm like, I am neither judging you or mad. Like, pot calling the kettle black. I was in the kitchen, like, washing a dish. And then you were like, I feel like you hate me. And I'm like, what are I you talking I was kidding. No, I actually feel like you hate me sometimes. Like, I was like, where are you? Like, where did that come from? Like, we were just dancing to a yeah, song. Yeah, but, and then but she I don't get mad it. easily. I don't know why you think I'm going to be mad. Okay, just keep going. So I was telling my mom just, like, briefly, because you had texted me while I was on the phone, and I was, like, kind of, exp- like, telling her what I like, my thoughts on it, and she's like, Millie, you can't talk to your friends like that, like, you're so harsh, that's really bad, like, don't say that, and I was like, I already said the little thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, when it comes to you, I, I take everything you say with a grain of salt, because I know you say it because you care, but I know I also can't just listen to everything you say, because, like, you're, you're only saying it because you care, but it's not actually as easy as you put it. Of course, just like how, I mean, the same goes for myself. Yeah. I haven't gotten, like, I haven't necessarily dealt with heartbreak well. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I definitely have not. (laughs) So, uh, you can check my Twitter for that. Um, But... No, I just had, like, a really good day today, and I feel like I mostly talk to my mom when I'm having bad days. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
she was just saying like see like this feeling you have right now you need to hold on to it and she kept using she was speaking in farsi but then she also just kept saying the word vibe she's like 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 positive like she's one of our friends because we all say vibe all the time i know like, that's such I, a vibe or like i'm vibing or, no like, I, vibes only. this goes to show that vibe has officially transcended like youth culture to everywhere i mean my mom is saying vibe but it was so cute like she was just trying that's to cute. say like I mean, what she was essentially also trying to say was, like, you kind of have to, like, lie to yourself sometimes that, like, you're in a good mood, you're having a good day until, like, it just happens. Like, you just need to put it out there and then you'll see that it does start happening. I mean, I I did that in high school. That was something I used to do. Because, um, like, in high school, I was very insecure. My friends would always tell me, you act like you're insecure and just because you she's like listen they would tell me natalie like everyone has insecurities but you don't necessarily need to wear them on your sleeve all the time so i was like okay fuck they're right so because when people notice you're insecure they treat you like an insecure person um you can be not the prettiest person but have so much confidence that people treat you Mm -hmm. differently and treat you like a more like wow person yeah um so I, I remember I decided, like, I'm going to write all of my insecurities down on paper and then leave them on that paper and just l- really lie to myself and tell myself, like, I like this, I like that, until I really started to like those, um, uh, until I really started to like those things about myself. So, like, really, like, I just, like, lied to myself for, like, maybe even a few years until I really started to like myself. And even now, I still have so many insecurities. You should do that again. But I I don't think I show my insecurities in public as much. No, yeah, I guess just, you know, like, it's always just our close friends. Yeah, so. it's just our close... People think... We haven't had, like, real, like, public interactions. No, so but long, people, like, I think, generally think I'm a very confident person. No, they do. They I do. Know, but... No, but I guess that, just, like... like, it's, like it's not as much as a facade as it once was. Now I am a little bit more confident than I was in high school. Well, a lot more, I would say, even though nobody's ever 100% confident. Um, but yeah, I just started off by lying to myself. And when you like lie to yourself enough, it starts to become reality. And it wasn't like I was lying to myself. Like I still like chose to try to fix the things I could fix, you know? Um, yeah, it wasn't, like, in a negative way. It wasn't in a negative lying. way. It was just kind of, like, positive affirmation. It was, like, there's a lot of, um, not not yoga, what's the word? Like, meditation. meditation videos that are, like, look in the mirror every morning and be, like, I love myself. I am beautiful. I am smart. I am this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, like, those words really start to, like, make you feel a different way and really help affect you in a positive way. Yeah, I, like, the therapist said before my current one, she uh, used to tell me to do positive affirmations. And I thought, like, I thought it was so dumb when she told me it about feel, it. It feels dumb. When you're doing it, you feel, like, so funny. Yeah. You're no, just... and then when I started doing it, I was like, this is so strange. But I, I do think it works. It does. It's kind of like... Like, um, you just... You need to stop judging yourself. Did you ever learn about that but, experiment? like, this is also me talking to myself. <laughs> did you ever learn about that experiment? I think it was, like, in middle school we studied this experiment that, um... Um... That there were two plant Like, two plants, and one of them 
the person would say really nice things to it mm. and they grew mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be really pretty and the other one the person would curse at it and it actually started dying yeah like words really mean a lot even to plants and we're really just plants with more emotions <laughs> yeah on that note uh we recorded an episode like two weeks ago that we never ended up using because the audio was just we we couldn't do that to you guys um anyways it was a short episode but one of the things like i we should mention again we were supposed to have a psychologist on a persian this persian woman um who wanted to we were going to talk about like kind of like relationship issues in quarantine and anyway she's no longer available to come on to the podcast maybe like in the fall um but for now we really still would like to have uh we want to discuss that topic and like we have a lot of you guys sent us specific questions to be answered so if anyone is listening to this and like knows of a psychologist uh they would want that like they think we should have on please dm us maybe even a like specifically a persian one because i feel like a lot of people who dm'd us were saying i feel like a non-persian psychologist wouldn't understand the a lot of the questions that we send in because they're kind of a cultural Mm -hmm. thing so maybe if the psychologist is also specifically persian that would also i think please a lot of the listeners because that's what you guys wanted to hear um and if not just a psychologist in general yeah but in the meantime we're we're working on it and what else any other announcements merch is still under construction uh yeah so we're trying to find a site that will a lot yeah it's actually hard to like it produce. Right now. yeah because yeah, a lot of sites have shut down for the moment and um but yeah we're excited for new things to come and to get really get the ball rolling once things get back in motion. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. Okay. Tafelan. Tafelan. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.